Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, this is Jeff Zog from the Dad Awesome Podcast. I love the Crazy Cool Family, and specifically, I hopped into Basecamp. All of these resources, the video resources, the specific guides that let me put the names of my daughters and my wife, and just showing me visually, hey, am I making progress? What areas can I attend more to? So I'm so thankful. I want to encourage you guys to hop into Basecamp, sign up, dive into those first intro videos. It's been so helpful for my family. Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast again with Don and Suzanne Manning. Going I'm through Suzanne. Our, yes, you are. And I'm Don. <laughs> so we're going through our fight series. We're going to fight. Fight for family that's, series. That's right. We are fighting for family and showing you how. And we are all the way to the letter H. But before we talk about the letter H, let's just talk about, we just, to, as, just to give bring, that brief overview. Yeah, brief overview. God gave us the word fight for families and we... And we thought and thought about it. I actually fought with the word fight on what does that mean for our family? And there's tons of ways to fight with your family. But as we broke it down. Tons of ways to fight with your family. (laughs) And for your family and about your family, but definitely with your family. We're actually not going to talk about that. No, no, we're not going to talk about that at all. (laughs) Although that one would be fun. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, though, so we as we broke down the word fight, there were some things that kind of bubbled to the top that made sense. Like yep. F is for faith. You have to have that as a foundation. I is for inspire. That's how we direct our kids best. Um, we just talked about G, which is just to give our kids, give our best to our kids so that they can be their best. And then today we are going to talk about what I would think is one of the most valuable practical yet simple ways for us to fight for our kids and it's just to hug them yep. just to hug them i was talking to maddox and he goes hmm i wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have thought hug i would have thought humble humility <laughs> you know any of those things and i said no buddy don't you get it we we have to we have to bring that physical affection yeah. we have to give that from the family we have to be the ones that do that so that they're not looking for it anywhere yeah. else i love the story <laughs> of the prodigal son and it's in luke 15 if you want to go read it but in in the prodigal son story you remember the son um, takes the father's inheritance his portion of the inheritance and he goes reckless living he has you know he does all the bad things and he loses all his money right. all his friends mm-hmm. leave him at that point his quote-unquote friends and he winds up working as a you know basically with the pigs and wanting to eat what the pigs are eating because he's so hungry and he finally wakes up one day and he says i'm gonna go home right i'm gonna go back i'm gonna humble myself before my father i'm gonna be his servant because dad just, treats his servants better than these guys yes, <laughs> and he's getting treated trying to eat the things that pigs are eating and so and he takes this long walk home and he's preparing his speech, everything he's going to say to his dad. But then it says, and this is what relates to what we're talking about today. It says, but while he was still, while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, i.e. hugged him and <laughs> kissed him. Yeah. And I absolutely love that scene because so much was given 
in that hug. So much was mm-hmm. exchanged and revealed. There was the, the, the speech that the son, the shame and the guilt speech was dismissed completely. And that it gave the son acceptance and it invited him back in. And it actually dismissed everything he had just done. And it bridged the gap to celebrating because my son is alive and he is home all in right. a hug. Yeah. Which really says, you know, our kids, everyone in life needs physical affection. And so they're going to get it some way. You know, we all are going to get it some way. And and so we don't want the world to supply the physical affection in our family. We want to be the suppliers of physical affection in our family. We got to fill that need. Exactly. It's, I mean... The social media, displaced friendships, pornography, entertainment, it's, it's there. Just, I mean, just like you said, it is, there, there, there is a physical need. There is a human need for it. And if we don't get it, it creates a vacuum. And so where do we get it? We get it from the world if we don't get it from home. And so it is a very valuable tool to put in your arsenal when you're fighting for your family. And so we were laughing about this within our family because a psychologist did a study and he, and, and her results came up with it. You need four days of hug, no four, four hugs, four, four days of hug, four, <laughs> four hugs a day for survival. And you need eight hugs a day for maintenance and you need 12 hugs a day for growth. And we were laughing as we're like, what does that exactly mean? Did, yeah. So if you don't get four hugs a day, are you not surviving? Yeah. I mean, you go home and die. I, I mean, what some, is it? I think there's some days that I'm not surviving. Then <laughs> well, because, maybe so. Yeah. So, um, um, but, but you know, <clears throat> We need what the point of the study is, is that hugs are and physical affection is so valuable in our lives. And I think it's easy with little kids. Like I know when my kids were littler and the grand, our grandbabies, Truett and Sebastian and Everly, they definitely get 12 hugs a day for growth. I mean, you can't help but not. You pick them up for something and they're just so squishy and fat and their little <laughs> elbows and their little fat arms. I, you just can't, I can't even stand it. And so I'm always hugging them. I, I alone, when I'm around them, give them 12 hugs a day. Which and then means I'm, you get 12 hugs. Well, and then <laughs> their, their parents are probably giving them that many too. Right. And so small children get that usually. They they are filled up with that. There's study after study done of small children that don't get that and what that looks like yeah. and, they're, and how they are detached from society and they're detached from themselves. And so, but I think that in a, in a healthy situation, our small children are probably getting that. It's, it's our bigger kids that might not be getting it, right. which is where the challenge is. Because even as I was talking to Maddox, he goes, oh, yeah, I probably don't get four hugs a day. Right. And I was like. And he's 18. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. I said, Maddox, you're going to church. You're going to church tomorrow. So get 12, 15, 20, 80. Get them all so that they can divide out through the week. <laughs> he's like, Mom, I don't think it works that way. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, there's, you know, hugs are, are power. You know, in our, in our show notes, we're going to give you. 25 reasons hugs are very important. Well, and I think that like, like we are created to be hugged. And so if you think about that, a newborn, it, and, it, and I think it does, and a newborn desperately needs to be touched, needs to be held. I mean, more hours in the day than not. But then that transitions to the toddler where they need to be cuddled, to the child that when they're hurt, their mom wants to just scoop them up and love them and take care of them, to the, the teenage girl. The best thing you can do is to hug her when, right. she's, when she's sad, when she's upset. Yeah, I don't know how many times mm-hmm. my daughters have been sad about something and Words don't matter. You just need to give them a hug. Yes, especially yeah. a big daddy hug. A right. big daddy hug that scoops them up and shows them that everything's okay in your big, strong arms. It goes and- all the way to, I remember, <laughs> you know, even uh, your 
your extended family, your grandparents. I remember my mom's mom who lived to be 108 years old. Yes. And she was basically her outside was shut down, but the inside because her, she couldn't hear or But she just loved to have a little kid in her lap. Oh, yes. You know, because yes. that 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 was, was all she wanted. Touch. Yeah, yeah. it was that it was, touch. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Don was saying that um, hugs are powerful. They're meaningful. And so in the show notes, we have a list of 25 reasons to hug. And if you were to research it, you could find hundreds and hundreds of reasons to hug, most of them dealing with your health and, you know, whatever that is. But we're just going to share a few of those with you. That's a few of our favorites. Yeah. One of them is it's just like (laughs) we're talking about with the girls. Hugs deliver love and acceptance, just Mm -hmm. like the prodigal son when the dad hugged him he felt loved and accepted. He felt, you know, like he was forgiven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When they tell the person that they matter. I mean, he, that's what the, the, the dad did with the prodigal son. You matter to me. You ma- it doesn't matter that you spent all that money. It doesn't matter the things that you've done. What matters is that you're here and you're in my life right now. Right. And when we do that with our children, we're saying the same thing to them. You matter to me. You're important. You're valuable. You know, the other day, <laughs> hugs build. One of the things that I see in here is, hugs uh, build trust. So Mm -hmm. the other day we were, um, Suzanne and I and our two boys were out at a hibachi place and we had our grandson Truett with us. He's three. Well, yeah, and he's scared of fire. Yeah. And so the course of the hibachi. <laughs> he, had a, he had a bad thing with fire in the in our stairwell yeah. and a candle and a piece of paper and the house almost set on fire. So it's justified. Yeah, so, so the hibachi <laughs> thing, all of a sudden, he's sitting right beside me and the hibachi thing just goes, shoosh. And we had and, told him, is yeah. there going to be fire? That's how they're cooking the food. It's yeah, going to be fire. But telling him didn't work because when he saw that fire, he was terrified. What did he do? He ran to Pops. And he got in my lap. And so when he sat in my lap and I was able to hold him and give him a hug and give him that sense of safety, now when the fire came the next time, he was like, hey, I wasn't scared of the second (laughs) fire. I wasn't. And he told us all. He told everybody, told his mom, everybody, mom, I wasn't scared of the second fire because now he was in a place where he felt safe. Right. And that's what that's what physical affection does. It brings a sense of safety and trust. Yeah. And another thing that it does, too, is it brings us into the present moment. Have you ever been spinning out of control? You're so worried about a situation or maybe sad about a situation and somebody just scoops you up in a giant hug and all of a sudden it almost erases all that, even if it's just for a couple seconds, it just erases it all and it pulls you into the present moment, into what's happening right now and just lets you flow with life and love and acceptance and all the things so powerful i mean there's nothing better than a a full frontal hug with your spouse you know (laughs) eye contact you know hi honey (laughs) glad you're home you know getting a little intimate (laughs) (laughs) which i mean that's another thing it builds intimacy it It builds yeah it builds connection with your spouse more than than more than words can, I mean, it's it's so much more valuable. A hug is so much more valuable than words because it hits all of those nonverbal uh, receptors. Right. Does so much, so much good for us. You know, when we were, did you want to share any more of your, of those 25? No, no, no. Go did check have, the rest of them. No, no. I, yeah, no, no. You can, yeah. So um, as <laughs> we were preparing the podcast, we talked to Maddox a little bit about hugging and he shared some thoughts with us that I thought were, were pretty insightful. It was, he just said, Mom, when I connect with God, I imagine him giving me a giant hug. And I love that. I, the, and I'm the same way as Matt. With, with, as Matt Does that ex- count towards the 12 when God <laughs> exactly. gives you Exactly. Most definitely. That's probably like exponentially, yeah. right? Counts God's two. hug times four, <laughs> time, you know, in the little parentheses. He just said that um, 
He just said that that's how he connects with God. That's how he feels accepted and loved. And I just think that that is so powerful. When the God of the universe is hugging us, it changes everything. And and it's not like it's not a handshake or a wink or a nod like, hey, bud, you're okay. I mean, maybe that's fine too. But when it's a full body hug, it goes back to that prodigal son. Yeah. It's the same thing that that's how God wants to connect with us. That's how he wants to. And I, you know, for me, I always thought, I don't know if you've ever seen the Lincoln Memorial before, but, you know, it's giant. And so God is giant, you know, and I don't want to by any means limit God to the Lincoln Memorial, the size of that. But I think about Do you think he looks up, like Abraham Lincoln, maybe? <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> but crawling up in the lap of that giant statue, it's as big as I could think of, but crawling up into the lap of God and just being there, you know, yeah. cuddling up into being scooped into a hug. That's yeah. the same thing. And so as parents, when we do that with our children, we're actually showing them that this is what the God of the universe wants to do right. with you, is doing with you, is doing it with me. Yeah, absolutely. So... And he was also talking about significant moments where he remembered hugs and how they impact him with our family and things like that. Well, and I thought it was so profound that he said this because he said, he goes, I don't know if it's more valuable, the significant moment that the hug creates or the physical um, ramifications of the hug. Because, you know, when you hug, your whole body is... uh, electrified, if you will. You feel it physically. Mm -hmm. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, and then he just went off on a long list of times that he remembered, like um, hugging Michael at at hub camp, their youth camp, or hugging a friend after they accepted Jesus on a mission trip, or hugging the sisters when they come home from, Mm -hmm. you know, when they come home to visit. And he just rattled off all these significant moments. And I thought that is profound. Because when we do that with our kids, when they win the state championship or when they lose the state championship and we give them a hug, how incredible is that? If the hug is with tears or the hug is with joy, it's significant. It's in there. And so not only is it a physical thing, but it's also a mental thing. They're also thinking about it, feeling it. Uh, So powerful. Yeah. And really going back to that example of God. When we hug our children, it gives them the example of God hugging them and giving them confidence and security and acceptance. We just, there's so many, like Maddox remembered, there were valuable memories made through hugs. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to do. Well, I say it's easy for me, you know, I'm not really a hugger, you know, and so I, I don't know that it's easy for everyone. So you don't think of it. Well, not only do I not think of it, I just, it was sometimes it's even kind of with, with, it it can even be awkward because I just don't, you know, I just haven't been raised with a lot of physical affection. And so I think it can be hard for some people, but. And so, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's skip down and talk about that for just a second. So, So what do you do if you don't like to hug? Would you say you don't like to hug? Oh, I, I think that sometimes I don't really see as much value in it as others do. You know, like even you think about the five love languages. Some people right. are more physical affection. Right. Mine's, I'm lower with that. I'm much more about, I'll have a conversation with someone or whatever and, and uh, or mm-hmm. encourage someone. And that would be much more my language. Um, I do it anyway. You know, I mean, because you do you think like if you think about it, you'll do it, but you might not think about it. Yeah. And I just really try to do it, especially with my kids. 
and with my grandkids and with my wife, especially with my family, it's just that, you know, seeing the value of it and doing it anyway. Yeah. So I'm not a hugger either. And we're, we're about the same on the physical level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's shocking. We have seven kids because <laughs> we're right there the same. So right. our physical touch is pretty low, but um, <clears throat> I do agree with the value of hugging. But to me, sometimes it feels like a hug is awkward. You know, mm-hmm. you go into one side and they don't, they go into that side too. Or do you, I mean, you can't do a full, full front yeah. hug. I mean, you got to do a side hug and, and then like, when you hug an, an elderly person, are you going to hurt them, you know? And then you hug a little kid and they might not want to be hugged. And so to me, I way overthink it. I way think it too much. Yeah. And so doing this research and studying this, I have realized back off, Suzanne, get out of your head and just go in for the hug. Right. And if you need to say, hey, would it be okay if I hugged you? Or I would really like to hug you. Use your words to set the tone, but make sure the hug happens. I mean, and then you introduce this, all this COVID stuff, you right. know, and you can, you got to say, how do you hug somebody six feet apart, right? <laughs> um, and so I think that that's part, I mean, so, but even with that, I think that you could say, hey, I just want you to know, I'd love to hug you right now. But I understand, you know, you're wearing a mask and you don't want to be hugged. So just a hug from afar, you know, and put your hands out and do that. It's the intention behind it is what we're talking yeah. about. It's the it's the willingness. It's the desire to do that. And so anyway, so what well, do you and, do if you don't? Oh, oh go ahead. I was just going to go on with what do you do if you don't like to hug? Yeah, I, I think one is do it anyway, but also yeah. just asking the Lord to give you more. God wants us to have physical affection. I mean, so often, even in scripture, we see that the People hugged, they embraced, or, you know, even in the Bible, they talk about how they, they greeted with a kiss, you yes, know, and stuff yes. like that. So I'm not sure I want to go there, but, <laughs> but that the, there, in culture. our culture, yeah. it's more like a hug and just be willing to ask God for more of that. And even sometimes you mention it here about what happens if your child doesn't like to be hugged. Some kids are more resistant to affection. And then I think even that is just to go hug them anyway, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and keep... You know, so really just fighting through those things, we, realizing, I think what you're saying, what we're saying a lot is that physical affection is valuable. And, and there's a lot of times that we don't, um, we don't like doing things, but we ask God for more provision, more grace, and we do it anyway. Yeah. And so just, I mean, as you're thinking about that, I don't like to hug. Okay. Why don't you like to hug? Think about that. Ask God to give you the desire to hug, flip your thinking on the, and flip your thinking and realize, okay, hugs are valuable. So it doesn't matter. I mean, we take out the trash, we pay our taxes. We do things we don't want to do all the time. Right. And so once we understand it's valuable for me to take out the trash and pay the taxes, it's valuable for me to hug. And so just, once again, I said it earlier, add the hug to your arsenal when you're fighting for your family. Yeah, and I think also what happens is, is as you do it more, you like it more. Oh yeah. And you realize, oh, it's not that bad. It's not yeah. that awkward. It's yeah. not that weird. And so with your kids, when you're, when, when, if they don't like to be hugged, like Truett is not a physical touch. Three. Everly, who is one, absolutely loves it. Won't crawl up with anybody's lap and hug anybody. She wants to put her hand like right inside your shirt so that she can feel your heartbeat. I mean, she just wants to be as close as she can possibly be to you. And true, it's just the opposite. You know, you have to. And so I love what his parents have done with him. They have created times to hug him because even if he doesn't want it, he still needs it. It's still valuable. Remember 12 hugs a day, you know, to grow and he needs to grow. And so bedtime, okay, you're going to bed. Let's give each other a hug. Or you woke up, well, good morning. Or, or you've been gone all day. It's so good to see you. Oh, you got a boo-boo. Let me, let me, let me hug you. And so I think that it's valuable, important for us to put in places to hug 
when we don't want to hug or when the person doesn't want to be hugged. Well, and let's kind of talk through this as as we start to land the plane a little bit here. But but going to different ages of kids, and um, we've talked about how to get over hugs and all that and how right, to put right. it on. But you know, at different ages, it looks different. We got parents with kids of all ages, oh, right. so let's kind of walk through that. So you so know, age based affection is what you could call it. Right there, you go. <laughs> and so obviously, the infant is you cannot touch them enough. I there's a there was a theory out there younger when when we were raising our kids that it's like you need to have your kid the kid needs to learn how to put themselves to sleep and you need to have them in their bed and they need to have alone time and they need to have whatever that is and that's fine if you agree with that but I am of the I am of the belief system that a newborn has been in utero for that's all they know their whole life and so they they need to transition from being to be independent and that's okay if you spend the first three months holding them <laughs> I mean that's okay to transition through that and so but then babies I mean they're going to get that affection because you're carrying in them they're not mobile mm-hmm. it's kind of like a default and toddlers they're, and they're much, also light yeah which... and they're easy to carry yeah <laughs> toddlers get a lot heavier the three-year-olds want me to carry them and I'm like I'm sorry I do not have the muscles built yeah. up to carry you anymore um, but they're good about cuddles I mean and so toddlers you're you're going to want to cuddle them build times to cuddle them and now we get to children. Now it gets a little bit more difficult because they're much more independent. They're doing their own thing. And so <clears throat> as a child, you just need to think in your mind, okay, they need several several hugs a day. When am I going to give those? When something good happens, oh my goodness, that was so good. Let me give you a hug. When something bad happens, oh, I'm so sorry that happened. Let me give you a hug. Right. You know, if they do something for you, oh, you cleaned the bathroom. Let me give you a hug. Thank you so much. Um, oh, you know what? Let me give you a hug before you go clean the bathroom. You know, it's time yeah. for you to it's time for you to clean your room up. But come here, let me give you a hug. And so, just working those times in there with a child. You know, let um, me let me ask you something here that. I want to just stop. We can go to teenagers in just a second. But what do you do when, like, forcing kids to hug? I mean, I think it's a great point to talk about in this because so often we're like, go hug your aunt, you know, or or come give me a hug. And it becomes kind of a manipulative thing. Mm. And when they don't do it, it's wrong and, you know, and, and all that. How would you suggest that parents handle those situations? Oh yeah, that's so good. I am I am adamantly opposed to forcing a child to hug, <laughs> um, just because depending on who the child is, if they're a shy child or an introvert child or they don't like physical touch, and so you're pushing them to basically not be who they are, not be who they're created to be. And so if you have great Aunt Lucy that loves to be hugged, then on your way over there, say, I know that you're not real fired up about hugging great Aunt. Lucy, but it would really bless her if you hugged her. If you went and hugged her, she just doesn't get little girl hugs very often or little boy hugs. And so I would set my child up for success on the front end. And I would not say to them in the, in the situation, hug your, you know, give me a hug, hug your, and now that's different. There's a lot of older people that expect a hug from a child. Mm -hmm. They just expect it. And they expect a two-year-old or expect even a, you know, three or four-year-old, which they may have fear, you know, they do. And they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this scary old lady coming at him, you know, and so that that's so to work on that on the front end yep. and to talk to your child on the front end is what I would do with that. But in the moment, I would actually come to the rescue of my child and say, you know what, we're not she's we're, we're not going to hug today or she's not going to hug or we're working on hugging or that's one of the places that we're working on. And basically adult to adult handling the situation and not putting my child in that awkward place. What if your kid doesn't want to hug you? 
as a parent. And so, yeah, so that's a that's very very valid. And so there's a there's that's a big big question. <laughs> and so I would say two things. One, why? Press in why? Why do why mm-hmm. you know? Do they not trust you? Do they not feel like you're safe? Are you angry? Are you yelling at them? You um, do you maybe not deserve their hugs because of your behavior? Or is it them? Do they not like to be touched? Do they not like? Do they not feel comfortable? And if and if it's if it's you, then change you. If it's them, then figure out other ways. Like I know a lot of the times we get around it. High five. You know, let's just mm-hmm. do a high five. You know, let's do a, a fist bump. Let's do a you know a, a hip bump. You know, or something right. like that, so that you're getting that touch in there. You're getting that um, affirmation through physical touch, but it might not be a. And, full and the hug. point I want to make in that really is is not forcing the issue so much is is really just you know there's it may be just they're in a bad mood that day exactly you know letting it letting it go and if it's a pattern then you deal with it differently than if it's a one-time thing or something like that sometimes they may just not want to be hugged that day or something like that or that hour or whatever that time is so i know one of the hardest times our kids and for me too even as a little girl to hug our my parents or for our kids to hug us was right after they were disciplined mm-hmm. because there's they're they're sorting through all that and they're trying to figure out if they're mad and they want to withhold their affections. And so I would, you know, we would say, okay, I understand you're unhappy right now. I completely get it to root, to finish this circle up though. We're going to, I want to hug. We're going to have to hug at some point in time. And so let's just keep that in mind, but it doesn't have to be right now. Right. And I just wanted to take a little side note on that because I think that happens a lot with, you know, how yeah. we're, how hugs are used as kind of a manipulative tool sometimes yes. and, and it's not good. Yeah. And, and that's and, not what we're talking about when we're fighting for our family, not right. manipulating. So let's <laughs> so, so don't get off the podcast and say, okay, I have to hug you 12 times a day, whether you like it or not, kid. Come here, son. <laughs> One, yeah. two, three hugs. See all these parents chasing their kids around. <laughs> chasing their the Manning te- said. Yeah, yeah. Chasing their teenagers. So what let's yeah. talk about teenagers i think sometimes <sighs> that is the most awkward hugging stage ever you know? <laughs> so awkward because they can't figure out who they are and you can't figure out who they are and the dad daughter thing is awkward and the mom son thing is awkward and then man to man hugs are just awkward in general i mean and so with teenagers you have to be strategic you have to put places in the day that trigger you to hug them or else you will go days and days and days. I go days and days and days without hugging them. Right. I mean, and so one of the best things to do is hello, you know, when they walk into the house, you know, or, or else they'll, we'll be standing in the kitchen and I'll just walk across the kitchen and say, I just have to hug you. I just, just because, you know, you're just, oh my gosh, you're so huggable, you know, or something yeah, like that. I don't or, say that a lot. <laughs> now moms can get away with a lot more mushy right. than guys can. That's right. And so you you just have to be strategic with that. You have to be aware of it. And just hear this most importantly with teenagers. They need it and they want it and they are craving it. And if we don't give it to them, they're going to get it from their girlfriend right. or their boyfriend or from the girl they're flirting with or from whoever that is. They're going to get it because they need it. And so let's fill that I gap think that's a them. great point to put out that they need it and they want it even though they don't act like it. Oh, yeah. To make sure that, yeah, they don't act like, oh, mom, they're going to be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But actually the boys have even warmed up to it a little bit more realizing it. And even talking to Maddox about this, he's like, oh, I didn't realize that I needed 12 hugs today right. okay <clears throat> what about um well young adults if you have those you know it's you know there's as our kids Hellos, come goodbyes, in yeah. i love you yeah. hugs yeah just there's different certain little places but yeah. even then with my daughters that are married um and just coming in and getting you know like uh, Mackenzie was over here this weekend and she yeah. walked 
out of the room for as we were getting doing breakfast. And I just gave her a hug. You know, yeah. it was a little side hug. Hey, Mackenzie, good morning. You know, it was like, um, and I think that speaks to them. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. And then spouses. I mean, I just, I've already said it once, but full hug at yeah. least once a day. That's the one you get permission. Yes, definitely. No, yeah. Um, and then, of course, more hugs are better, but at least one, you know, I, we usually we for sure don't hug very often and we for sure don't hug in the morning because I'm usually in bed when he gets up. <laughs> um, but like coming home from work, you know, that needs to be a place where we that's just yeah, you just greet each other, you hug each other, you you acknowledge each other. I and just think spouses that's can investment do it. in the relationship. And spouses can do it as you go to bed. I mean, you can kind of... You know, well, just... bed hugs are completely different. <laughs> we won't even talk about bed hugs, but yes, but so we're get, talking you about... You can even have more opportunities with your spouse, is what I'm yeah. saying, because you, you, uh, you're you in different places with them than you are. Well, sometimes the kids are in your bed too, but yeah. <laughs> uh, a whole other story there. Yeah. But, and even the elder, you know, like your parents and things like that, yeah. um, you know, it, it can be, you might be coming from a family... Um, I remember a guy telling me a story one time about how his family never said I love you and never really hugged. And he was raised that way. And he just purposed with his mom and dad to always tell him he loved him and always hug him Mm -hmm. and how it improved. And now they do that to him. Yes. And how it improved that relationship. Exactly. And so sometimes be the initiator with your parents. You can impact that relationship as well. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So have we talked about hugging enough? (laughs) Okay, so let's wrap up and just say we must, must, must add hugging to our arsenal as we fight for our children and our families. We have to be the ones, parents, we have to be the ones filling that need. It's way too costly to have that need met, that physical, that need for physical touch to be met outside of our families. It's way too costly. It's an affair. It's a, it's a, it's a teenager doing something they shouldn't be doing. It's, it's just not worth it. And it's so simple. It's it's so easy. We can, it's so easy to do. Eight to 12 times a day. Exactly. <laughs> four is not near enough. Yeah, that's Eight right. to 12 minimums four. So you got to, you need a little, so take a little clicker with you. And so you can go throughout the day. And Tally can, mark on the refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. So go hug your kids. That's what you're, go, you're, you have an assignment. You have homework after this podcast. After you listen to it, go hug your kids. Go hug your spouse. Hug the dog if you want to. Because know that when you are giving a hug, however many hugs you give today, that's exactly how many hugs you're going to get. Yeah, you're building your own quota. Yes, exactly. And all the benefits that you give with a hug, you also get. We didn't even talk about the benefits that you get. Oh, there's 20. The there's 25 of them in the show notes we got them right go we, got them, we got go them now. You if, can go if listen. you have not been talked into and convinced enough that hugging is worth it and valuable then go read the, the list in the show notes there will be one in there you'll be like oh that's why i'm hugging so parents <laughs> go hug your kids hug your spouse all those physical affection is important it really is we it's been a a lively podcast it's been a funny podcast but it really is serious it really is serious that hugs make a difference right. and you re- literally give your kids security you give them life you give them acceptance uh, connection yes all those all things, the good words just through a simple hug yeah. so go be hugging crazy cool <laughs> parents crazycoolfamily.com <laughs>